It's your host Shabzi and you better tune in real quick before this turns off. Welcome back to my podcast and today I'm going to be interviewing someone very very special but before we get into it I just want to shout out the person who made the beats for my introduction and he goes by the name John K that's J U N space K his SoundCloud link will be down below if you click on it it will take you right to him and also regarding the podcast release time a podcast will be released every 72 hours from this one and so on and I'm also on Spotify so if you are looking to listen to me when you're out and about you can do so so let's get straight back into it I just want to shout out Dana and I'm gonna let her introduce herself so do you want to introduce yourself Dana yeah hi guys so uh yeah like you said my name's Dana um I'm 18 I'm a university student first year to be specific and I'm doing policing. So today we'll be going on about my um, course. Yeah, and her experience and so on. So, yeah. like you said, you're currently doing policing. Yeah. And yeah, just tell us a little bit more about how you found this opportunity, how you got to it. So um, I actually did an interview for um, policing before the summer holidays. Um, didn't really take it that seriously, but I just did it in case it was something that I was going to look into. So when I did the interview, I was actually shocked at the amount of um, like effort that they put in and how creative that they made it. They made it look so realistic and I was like so interested in it and so yeah I just went from there but because I was so young they like advised me to do this course first because there isn't really an 18 year old police that you would see on the streets you know yeah that's Um, crazy yeah so they said like you have such good potential but we would recommend that you do this course so that then you'll be like you'll have the experience you'd have the confidence you know what you're doing and you can jump straight into the program okay Mm-hmm. And I also just wanted to say, I've known mm-hmm. you for how long now? Seven years. Seven years. And yeah. this, when this came out, it was so, mm-hmm. so new to me. And I was yeah. shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, really shocked. So, obviously, we're from a Muslim Malayali background. Yeah. This is not common at all. Not normal I know at you're all. Gonna, yeah. You, I know you've got some questions. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, when I said that, um, like, when people were asking me, obviously, it's a common question in our community, like, oh, you've done year 13, so what's next? What are you doing? And when I said policing, they were like, wow, what? Policing? (laughs) So it's like, yeah, it was such a big thing for everyone. So shocking. And, like, another reason why I was personally really shocked was that Mm. knowing you, I thought you was actually going to go into the medical field yeah so that's another thing like i'm sure you all are familiar with um any asian household whether it be like indian bengali pakistani any sort of asian household you have to go in the doctor lawyer engineer sort of pathway you have to do something medical or something like that or you're a failure right yeah so yeah so my whole life i was told like you know you should be like a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer but mainly the healthcare sector 
And uh, I'll be honest, that's what I did until I was in year 13. And even for university, I actually ended up like applying for like this medicine pediatric course. And mm -hmm. I did get in. But when I went to do like the interview and stuff for that, I did not like it at all. Like, I didn't think it was for me. It wasn't something that I could see myself doing. Mm -hmm. And when I came and told my parents that they weren't too pleased. So, um, and, but the, yeah, go on. And um, like, was, was you becoming a doctor something your parents wanted or was it something you wanted to do initially? Initially, I don't know, because from a young age, you know, when we were like five years old, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a doctor. So in your head, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor. Do you know what I mean? But I had no mm -hmm. information on like what doctors did or if that's what I wanted to do. So like growing up, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor, whatever. But then when I actually got to know like what doctors do, like, for example, right now with the coronavirus, they have to risk their entire lives to go in there and, you know, treat patients, right? Yeah, real and heroes. They have, yeah, exactly. And they have to experience um, people dying and stuff like that, like in front of their eyes. Yeah, that's psychological. And exactly. And I don't think, I mean, I could take it, but I don't want to take the risk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not 100% with it. And a doctor, you have to be 100% with whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. and so I didn't, yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So I didn't think that was the job for me. Okay. Yeah. And like, personally, I, I always hear the same thing. I have become mm. a doctor, lawyer. I don't know whatever, whatever else in it, um, but nothing like mm. too creative. Mm -mm. You get me exactly. Like, they want listen. Mm -hmm. When I hear okay, so we have these Malayali programs, okay, that we go to. You know them, Shabab. Yeah, I do. And so when I go to these programs, there's a lot of little like there's a lot of youngsters, and when I talk to girls about obviously these parents when they see you and they you're a little bit older they're like oh come and advise my daughter to what to do you know she needs to get her a stars and you know um mm. so when i talk to these girls and i'm like you know what do you want to be when you're older every single one of them doctor 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 and i'm thinking honey like is that what you want or like is that what your parents want no no, no it's what i want like that's what I, that's the answer that i get all the time it's what i want i've done my research but the truth is they haven't you know yeah, it's kind of like drilled into them from mm. very young. And yeah. like with my little sister, mm -hmm. um, like recently she's been into like filming, making videos oh, and stuff. Yeah. That's so cute. And yeah, yeah. like I'm just going to encourage that. Like I, I literally have, mm, a, of course, I have, yeah, I have a, I have a big camera. I'm kind of like teaching her day by mm. day how to use it, like all the, what the buttons are doing and stuff. Mm. And yeah, like, mm. if that's what she wants to do, then 100% encouragement, man. Can't, because yeah, we, can't, totally. we, can't have, we can't have these, like, jobs that are very stressful. And, like, doctors, the shifts are, mm -hmm. like, uh, you, can't, you can't deal with it. Oh I, I wouldn't be able to deal yeah. with it. Mm. 100%. Like, I feel like they're for people who are mentally ready for those things, and not everyone is, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I came and told my parents I'm not really interested in doing that. So they were like, okay, fine. Like, if that's not what you want to do, then you choose what you want to do. And that was the first time in my entire life when I was actually given the option to choose a career that I can and I want, you know? Mm. And like, was it so, awkward? 
you told them. I mean, it was it was a bit weird for a couple of days, you know, like that. There's a bit of grudge there for like a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was fine after a few days. Okay. Yeah, and it was worth it to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. You have yeah. to like, you yeah. know, you have to stand your ground. Mm, like, you have yeah. to respect your parents, but you need to stand your ground sometimes. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, with job wise, it's something that you do for the rest of your life. You don't. You know, yeah. you don't live with your parents forever. They're not gonna be there for you, and you have to do something that you enjoy yeah. in order to enjoy your life, or you're gonna live a miserable life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no one wants to be like twenty. You don't want to be like twenty-five, thirty years old, waking up and being mm. like unhappy to go and work. You should that should mm. be that should be the thing that drives you. Yeah, like, and with another thing is that in our culture, right? Um, mm-hmm. We like girls get married earlier you know this yeah so so i've i've come to the point where i've sort of accepted that i'm like 21 22 okay fine mm-hmm. um so like i'm i want to be settled i want to have a job and i want to be independent standing on my own two feet um when i'm married yeah so obviously i want to go for a job that is gonna do that for me like i don't like for, with medicine you have five years of medicine right Mm-hmm. After that, you have to do work experience. You have to do like maybe like MD, um, in order to actually earn like a good salary for the amount of studying that you've done, mm. and that's just, that just won't do it for me, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, um, what can I say? There's a lot of studying involved. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, another thing is, you are a creative mm. person you do mm. have your own youtube channel do you mm, want to speak do, about yeah. that and then like shout yourself out as well uh yeah so um my youtube channel is donna ashraf if you guys want to go and um I'll, look I'll, at it. I'll link it down yeah. below yeah so um yeah so i think personally for me having a youtube channel is like having a say mm. and that's not what i grew up with like i didn't really have a say in much situations Mm. um so it was really important for me to get my words out there help someone else that may be in the same situation you know just give advice really and it's just a fun thing to do yeah so, like, yeah yeah when you're young you're not taken like too seriously no not at all. yeah so having that mm. platform that like, your voice mm. is out there you can do good and you're 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 really like you're growing exponentially like, yeah definitely I've... and i think um, now I've actually started doing it in my own language, in well, our language. Yeah, Malayalam. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. you know, you kind of like inspired me to do a podcast in Malayalam in the future. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I feel like it's embracing our culture. And I feel like um, for people back home, they have an understatement of what we live, how we live. They think, um, to be fair, they think we live on top of money. Oh uh-huh. my god, that yeah. is so true. Like, yeah. they don't they don't understand that we come here so we can work, and exactly provide a life. They think we come here, and then the mm. bank just gives us so much money. Yeah, they like, think that money grows on trees. We just go and pick a bunch of leaves. And then we yeah, go. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like when you when you do when you are planning to go back home, mm. the mm. shopping that you have to do for all your family. Exactly. Mm. Like you get a list of things that you have to buy for them and not that we're complaining about it absolutely yeah. no we're happy to do it but it, it is a struggle mm. you know they, exactly. they see all these things and they're like oh my god these people are buying so much you know they have so much money no that's not reality 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the mm. the plane tickets just to go to India from mm. here. Like the times that we used to go, we used to oh God. come up yeah. to like two grand for a few people. Exactly. And like yeah. that's just the, for the flight tickets. And when we mm. get there, like even like you have to spend a lot of money when you get to India as well. Exactly. Yeah. To keep everyone happy. So, mm, yeah. So um yeah like so, yeah. any plans for YouTube in the future? What's gonna happen? Any big um, major? So yeah, right now um I'm doing it in our language just so that I can sort of explain to the people back home like how we're living at the actual reality of it. And um surprisingly a lot of people seem to like it. It's been and my channel's been growing um quite a bit the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah so as for the future inshallah i'm hoping to um like start a only english channel as well after i've grown a little bit um because i've been getting a lot of complaints that not everyone understands my language but yeah <laughs> and what else um like i can't lie your house i haven't mm -hmm. come to your house but like my sister has and she's told me your yeah. house is very very beautiful so oh, thank you so like it's like people back home they don't actually get a good idea of what yeah. the regular yeah, Muslim, yeah. Malayali, mm. slash Indian, like Asian, like the regular migrants, like where they, where they, like where they would live, like, because mm -hmm. your house is very like, well, like it's just like newly built and stuff, right? Yeah, I think it's similar to yours, to be honest. Yeah, but like, yeah, your one is mm. is wow, man, mashallah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's been I don't know how long have we been here for, so um. Yeah, we all came to London like at a young age and we've been through stages where we used to live, when we first came to London, we used to live in like a bedroom, like one bedroom, mm. like in a shared flat with a bunch of other people, mm. um, like shared kitchen, shared bathroom. And alhamdulillah, like my parents, like uh, God bless them, like because of yeah. their hard work, we've gotten to this stage. Yeah, like uh, that, yeah. that difference is insane. Like if only yeah, the viewers exactly. could see your house. Mm. 100%. Like it's crazy, and your yeah. parents as well. Like parents, I just want to touch on that as well. Mm. They actually work so hard for us, but sometimes oh, we fail to see it. I feel like it's like they do what they think is best for us, and they tell us what they think is best for us. Mm. And we have to understand the fact that they came from a different background. They've gone through a different sort of lifestyle, and that's mm. why they say the things that they say and they do the things that they do. But mm. some of us fail to realize that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we get angry at like, like the little things. The little but, things. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's something that grows with age. Yeah, definitely. I've no yeah. I've noticed that with myself as well. Like mm. your parents do so much behind, like mm, I would say behind yeah. the camera. Like from what you see, yeah. And like what they do, is crazy because they because they there's a lot of people that depend on them back home mm -hmm, 100% yeah for like income projects yeah and this and that. especially I think right now because of coronavirus they can't go outside they can't do their like daily jobs and I know yeah. that like just because we're in London doesn't mean that everyone in our family back home is rich yeah so exactly. yeah so a lot of people were struggling and you know my mom was saying like you know it's wrong for us to not help them right now and like, you know, she said we should, like, you know, figure out something and send a little bit of money, even if it's a little bit, to mm. each one of the family, like, household, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your mum, she's very sweet. 
I've, I've seen her, I've spoken to her. Yeah. Very sweet lady. Your yeah. whole family is very sweet. Thank you. I'll let her know that you said. <laughs> and especially your pops. He's very cool yeah. for his age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very cool yeah. for his age. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, back back to the police academy. Mm-hmm. How did the Malayali community like react to it? How, like when you would say it, what would what was the like expression? You know what? I was face? really surprised. I thought there would be like a negative sort of effect from them. But simply because of like all the um like, you know, things before happening before mm. and all the reactions that I've gotten before, I thought um maybe they wouldn't really approve, but I didn't really care what they thought. But you know, mm. they'd they'd know eventually. But every single person that I've told they were like you know it's like the Malayali community has changed and they're more open to new things because mm. they've all told me like oh wow like policing well that's different that's the first time I've had that and they were like you know good luck let me know how it goes that sort of thing yeah do you, like um, I, f- yeah. I feel like slowly like they are kind yeah. of easing into like yeah, society a bit adapting. more yeah mm. adapting that's the better word mm-hmm one thing i did get mm. though is like you're really short like how can you be a police officer if you're that short and you are quite (laughs) short (laughs) yeah i am um but uh, do you want to specify oh yeah i'm i'm just about five foot (laughs) so one thing i have to say is that within the policing industry there is not just one sort of job role there are so many job like different career options within the policing industry that people don't realize. People see the police on the streets that we see and they think that's the only thing. Like police, yeah, that's the only thing. But actually in reality, even I didn't know this by the way. I like started learning after I started doing this course. Mm-hmm. The fact that um you there's computer jobs, there's like cyber jobs, um, there's detective jobs. There's all these different kinds of jobs that we don't see that are behind the scenes. Mm. Um, there's actually a policing section that just works with animals, um, like dogs, for example, sniffer dogs. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there, it's not about height, really. There's a lot of different job opportunities that I can do within the policing industry. Honestly, you have actually mm-hmm. just like opened my mind up to like mm. see more of the opportunities in that sector. Yeah. Because I honestly, I thought it was just like, you work, you do your training, and then you mm. become a police officer that's on the streets of London. Mm-mm-mm. Do you know what? One thing I ha- I want to point out was the fact that when we're younger, when we're in secondary school, sixth form, whatever, they do not tell us all the job op- opportunities that we have. It is like, I think it's sort of like up to us to go and research the different types of jobs that we can actually get because there are millions. You yeah. Know? Yeah, like mm. me personally, like, um, I felt like I always felt like you would see on YouTube all these different people doing all this mm. these jobs mm. that they actually enjoy and then yeah. you're kind of like with your like GCSE results and like with your GCSE co- like top subjects you did and then A-level mm-hmm. subjects and A-level results mm-hmm. you did you feel, you feel like you're kind of like funneled into doing like one in particular thing exactly 100% agree with that I feel like um, from a young age we're like sort of processed to do a certain thing or go with a certain career but it's there's so much more to the world than that yeah and like I read um, it was a while ago but not too long mm-hmm. ago 
that mm. the school system hasn't changed too much since the industrial period where they would wow. prepare students or like mm. school was like made for people to work 95 jobs basically mm. yeah. and like due to technology and and, and advancements we've had like mm. there is so so much opportunities out there mm, exactly and i don't think people take advantage of that enough yeah exactly like mm. it could be like a lot of things could affect someone from going out and taking opportunities like confidence confidence is a big thing it is such a big thing yeah yeah like being confident can actually get you so far in life mm. and it's nothing that you can just like switch a button on like switch something on and it just happens no it takes a, a long time to develop as well yeah i think you know what with um school curriculum they're really specific to um a few things like they're really limited in my opinion personally i feel like it doesn't really teach you um like how to pay your mortgage bill how to go and conduct an interview properly how to communicate with people i don't think it focuses on these things i think it's like oh how many cells are in a leaf you know that sort of thing yeah, and like, i don't think like it's not really helpful is it no it really isn't like mm. i literally haven't had to count cells in a leaf since i've finished gcse <laughs> exactly yeah and comment down below if you haven't done the same <laughs> exactly um, and i just think like if they just put a bit more effort and maybe teach the students according to their own life experience people would be in such a better place yeah like mm. i remember when i because i back in secondary school i used to mess about quite a bit but i mm. fixed up towards the end mm. and i still remember this one meeting i had with this mm -hmm. teacher and mm -hmm. he was a geography teacher yeah he was a cool guy um mm -hmm. yeah well, so we it was me my dad and him we were sitting around the table mm -hmm. it was a small room and then he goes um he was kicked out of school when he was younger yeah but then he worked and then he became a teacher and whilst he was teaching us he was also learning to become a lawyer and now mm -hmm. he is a lawyer wow that is that is really inspiring yeah it really is it actually like yeah. really opened my mind i thought this guy exactly. like you know teachers not they don't get too much that much respect mm -hmm. if you get what yeah. i mean yeah but they they do they're actually like nurturing they do us so much. Yeah. For, the, for the future mm. and can i just say guys shabat did amazingly with his gcse's like he scored like there was a stars okay <laughs> thank you very much um and you you did you worked really hard on yours as well yeah you did i did pretty, pretty well. well as well alhamdulillah yeah um yeah and like is there any like is there something that you wish you'd known before you started your course and are there any regrets i was policing yeah um not really i think uh policing is something that i went into with a bunch of research beforehand um the only thing is i wish i had like searched up with the modules and like um known what's gonna be thrown at me because um if i was in lessons it would be fine but in a situation like this with coronavirus and having online classes i think that's the only really difficult part but even then it because it's something that i am willing to do i wanted to do i'm not finding it hard at all yeah and that's 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 very important because you're actually mm. really excited about your what i you're am doing. yeah Mm. yeah like other people like when i had tuition mm -hmm. back in the day 
yeah. had this had this tutor and mm-hmm. he told us that he became an engineer just to make okay. his parents yeah. happy but that's not what he wow. wanted to do mm. if you just like think through how much effort he had to put in just to make his family pet not not family okay i would say parents happy mm. Mm. but put him in a very stressful like position mm-hmm. and like you can't that's i don't know i don't agree with that i feel like he should have put his foot 100%, down i mean yeah making your parents is happy I, I mean making your parents happy is a good thing but there there's so much other things that you can do to make your parents happy do you know what i mean yeah and um if you're not happy with your job then you won't be able to be uh 100 committed and sincere to your job and that could cause a lot of things um to go bad yeah like you can start yeah. to have depression and all of that mm. and it's just a downward spiral from there not only that like it would affect your mental health in a big way yeah 100 mm-hmm. but also if you're someone like a doctor and you're doing it for your parents then you're not going to be sincere to your job you could cause um like you could cause damage to someone else Do yeah you know what i mean yeah people come to like if, as a doctor people would come to you for advice and help exactly and if you're not like 100% committed to it like mm. for, for example if I was to do something I wasn't 100% committed to it I would just like shrug yeah, it off whatever. Like, yeah I'd be like yeah. whatever sort of thing mm. yes that's so. yeah that's very like that's, that can cause the, that can lead to like very very big impacts in people's lives exactly yeah um yeah like did you have any difficulties being a girl and doing this course Okay, uh, so when I went, you know, I remember I told you that I went into an uh, interview for this for yeah. the first time. Oh my god, I am not kidding. I, there was three girls, three girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, one was like really old. Like yeah. she was extremely old. She was like, I don't know, 40 something. I don't know why she came. She's about <laughs> to retire. I don't know why she came. Um, but, I She's, mean, trying, yeah, to She's trying to diversify. She's trying to diversify. Um, and then there was a girl who was 22 and then there was me wow so and then the rest there was like um like 25 30 men mm. and um like personally like it wasn't a bad experience at all but i was really nervous because i'm like oh like is this the right thing for me like this it's all men like should i be here but then um so we went into the interview space and we first we had like a group interview sort of thing and the staff there were women there were women or staff and they were saying like oh like it's really important to be diverse because in the policing industry because mm. it's such a like universal thing obviously with crimes and stuff there's going to be females um, at crime scenes and they need women to obviously comfort the females because not everyone's comfort with like comfortable with men you know what i mean yeah yeah and like, so they're saying yeah mm-hmm. go ahead go ahead um and yeah they were just saying that um it's really important for women to uh, be encouraged to go into more of these industries and like that if you look at the bigger picture from where you was at that moment mm-hmm. in time with, with like three other girls mm-hmm. like there is a lot of other like female police officers like i do see mm-hmm. them on like like on mm-hmm. the streets on instagram yeah. posts and stuff mm-hmm. and like what do you think about like the respect that the police get i think personally from what i've seen from social media and like from our youth it's not really that much people don't respect policemen that much but like in in like our older communities when like adults they have such big respect but then 
for our youth. They're, they're, oh, they're, I don't even know what they're doing, to be honest. Mm. Like, un- yeah, until, you... wait, wait, yeah, what was that? Mm. Have you seen like the amount of memes and stuff that are on police officers? Like, yeah, there are so. They're just many. trying to do their jobs, you know. Yeah. yeah. Are you? Is that something that like you're afraid of being involved? No, in? no, no, no. I think um, that's one thing that I am doing YouTube for, so that I can have my say and express how I feel. And I like. I think it's wrong, and it like it shouldn't stop me from doing it because they're the ones that are in the wrong, not me. Do you know what I mean? yeah Mm. and i just wanted to say that you 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 don't appreciate the police until your house gets robbed or your car gets stolen a hundred percent yeah or like your loved one gets stabbed Mm. i feel like there's a lot of things that go on and we don't like um i think i was saying this in one of my videos that we don't really um, see the importance of things until it happens to us. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if it's with doctors or lawyers or police officers or whatever it is, until we are in a situation that we need help from them, we don't appreciate them. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is so, so true. Yeah. And that, they are actually, they, they do, but like, there is some of these officers, there are some officers that are, very racist would you what was your oh, point on that yeah. opinion on that um so i've actually um so i this was like a while ago i had an incident on the bus where like a woman was extremely racist towards me and islamophobic oh. and um i actually went and uh complained i put in a file i filed a complaint because obviously it was really bad it was like to the point where she was about to attack me okay. so um so i actually filed a complaint and um the woman that came to my house she was amazing she was like like she was like like don't worry about these like idiots and she was like i'm gonna be honest like she was swearing at the woman like literally in front of my face she was so angry Mm. i think there are a lot of people that appreciate diversity and the culture that we bring like us that it brings to the policing industry or any industry in general but then there are obviously people who are racist yeah, uh, racism. 100% yeah. It's still in, in people's hearts, man. Mm. Like, there's 100% police officers that are racist, and it, that's just everywhere. Like, no matter where you go, you can't really escape racism. Mm, yeah. Mm. Like, if you go, let's say, to a restaurant, it's not mm. about the the thing that you do, it's about the person, mm. the individual. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, man, police, police, yeah. police in general, they get a lot of hate social media mm. and stuff mm. and like you being the mm. first female Malayali from our community mm. there could be yeah. other Malayali police officers from mm-hmm. our community and very young by the way yeah you, you are potentially going to inspire so many other younger girls to inshallah in- in- I really hope so branch out branch out yeah because yeah. mm. like, I'm tired of seeing people like young literally, literally like 10 year olds being saying that they want to be like doctors or engineers or lawyers just because their parents are telling them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I really hope that they um, get inspired and like they learn that there is a lot more to life than these three things. Man, they're still young and I'm sure by the time they grow up, mm. you reckon we won't even need police officers with like robots <laughs> and stuff coming along? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could 
be the case. You never know. <laughs> but then again, like back in like 2000s, they expected 2020 to be like flying buses and cars. Trust but, me, you know, I used to draw pictures yeah. of like cars with no wheels in that back when I was like mm. six, seven years old. But all we have is Australian wildfires, yeah. floods, the virus that's killing everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, and like in the future, I do want to make another podcast with you talking about of mental course, health. Of course, 100%. I'm, I'm all and up like for it. All, all sorts of other topics. Mm. Um, because, yeah, you, you, you are like. How do I say this? You are you're very good at bubbly? like yeah, bubbly and like very good mm. at explaining things mm. to other people, uh, even myself. Um, it's these YouTube videos, man. They get you like the confidence and everything that you need. Yeah, yeah. I really do see that, you know, doing mm. really well. And but, you know what? I told Sincila, um yesterday that I want to like make like a challenge video or something with you guys once like all this lockdown is over. Yeah, hundred. So inshallah, we can do do that as well. Yeah, hundred. We'll, we'll do that later on after lockdown mm. finishes. Um, yeah. Do you have any, like, anything in mind? Um, I thought maybe we could do, like, a spicy ramen challenge or something, you know, just for something for the people. Yeah. Um, have, you, yeah. have you tried that before? Oh, yeah, I have. How spicy it's, it's is it? deadly. It's deadly. Oh, wow. Because for an Indian, yeah. mm-hmm. I can't really hack too much spice. But you know what? I'll practice, in it. I would like Listen, get my fries my and mom, spicy sauce. My mom is someone that eats chilies, right? Like for like fun. She, yeah, for fun. <laughs> and she tried this noodles and she was like, Why on earth would you buy this? Like she was <laughs> like Yeah. You, you don't know it until you try it that bad. Sounds exciting, man. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, like um back to the policing thing. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to the younger people or like people listening in or looking to do something very similar or the same thing as you right now i'd say if it's what you want to do don't let anything stop you what people are gonna think is people are gonna think what they think regardless of what you do um but if you really want to do it and it is your dream then go ahead and chase it um, if you want information, honestly, you your phone or your laptop is all you need. Everything is on the internet for you, and um, or this like just call up someone from like a uh, um your school, or if you're still in school, go and talk to your teacher directly, and that's all you really need. And like, if some of my viewers did wanna get into contact with you, um, do you wanna of shout course, um, shout out your socials? Yeah, so my Instagram is um, Dana with five A's at the end, dot XO. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys feel free to DM me, but just let me know that you're coming from the podcast because I get a lot of random Indian men on my DMs and I don't <laughs> like it. So um, The struggles, man, the struggles. Yeah. Uh, so, so just let me know that you're from the podcast, you have a question, and I'll be happy to answer them. Okay, and I will link yeah. it down below in the description. Yeah. And... If you could do everything mm-hmm. over again, would you do it again? Do you know what? No, because I feel like everything that happens in our lives are like Lego pieces. So everything that happens makes you stronger, makes you the person that I am, makes you the person you are today. So I don't think I would be here without all the struggles that I've been through in the past. Yeah, and you've and been like, through a I'm, lot. Mm, I'm like happy with the place I am at right now. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. True, true words. 
Yeah. And like, have you had any memorable moments during the course? Do you know what the best moments that I've had is um, the first um, interview that I went to, right? They made us do role plays. So we actually had to act like actual police officers and there were people (laughs) um, like a a problem. Like there were two neighbors and they were arguing over a kid throwing their ball over to the other neighbor's fence. They were proper arguing. It was like an African-American person Mm-hmm. and they're loud if you know them yeah loud. so and you have to go in yeah was it was it like the instructors there or did they get random people to oh they actually get actors to act oh. it out yeah. and they actually set it up like an actual house and you're in an actual garden um wow. but it's all inside a building yeah so it's very oh. realistic and you're you have like um i think it was like two minutes or something to act and come up with a solution uh, it's very intense, but it's actually such an amazing experience. You get to um, experience the reality of police officers and their day-to-day, you know. Yeah. Issues. Like, I never knew they had that kind of budget to, like, re... Like, Do you know what? I had no idea, but they have this huge building full of these props and stuff, and they they do a great job. Yeah. That sounds... That mm. kind of actually sounds a little fun, you know. Yeah, it is. Incre- like, it's incredible um and what are you curious about right now anything that's like you that you um, constantly think about or you want to achieve for me right now um i'm not quite sure i mean i think in year like year two or three of my university then i'll be able to do like work experience and stuff like that um so i'm curious what that's going to be like if i'm going to go on actual like duty or so I'm gonna like sit in an office and whatnot. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of different pathways. So I'm still not 100% on what I want to do. So okay. yeah, I'm still looking forward to sort but of yeah, deciding. You, you yeah. learn as you go, and mm. yeah, like inshallah, you achieve inshallah. what you need to achieve and get yeah. to where you want to get to. Exactly. We're we're like really close to finishing the podcast. And do you want to mm-hmm. add anything? Anything that's on your mind you want to say to the viewers? Um, I'd just say, yeah, go and follow your dreams and don't let anyone stop you. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I just want to answer a few questions. And if any of you viewers want to ask me any questions, I have made a new Instagram. So that that's just related and focused on the podcast and it's called I-T-Z-Y-O-U-R b-o-y-s-h-a-b-z-y underscore podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t i'll link that down below and please follow me on that because i've been getting a lot of friend requests on my main personal instagram i might just delete that or change the username yeah so i want to keep my podcast and my personal life quite separate and in snapchat actually i'm not going to Actually, I don't want people to message me on Snapchat unless, no, no, I, re- no. unless I already have you on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some questions. Um, here's one. I just have to find it because I open them and I kind of save them just in case they go away. Yeah. Since, since you're a Muslim from India, like, mm-hmm. what is your opinion on um, how the Indians are... Indian, Indian Muslims are being treated by the government. Okay, the so the CAA Act and everything, right? Yeah, exactly. 
Uh-huh. So um, I think it's horrible. And like I never in my dreams thought that this would be anything that we would have to personally experience. You know how we um, hear about how Americans are racist to Muslims and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, I go to India every single year and I've never sort of experienced anything um, Islamophobia in India before. Me too. So, yeah. So it was really shocking for me to hear that. And uh, I don't know if you know, but a lot of um, our like Malayali Muslim girls have been killed by BJP's people. And oh. they've covered it up and everything. And, and I think... Do you want to just say who BJP is for the viewers that don't know? Oh, they're basically um, people who are against Muslims, basically. Okay. I- I'm not 100% sure on what they are either um because it's all to do with politics i'm not really into politics yeah me too like. but yeah um but yeah i know that they are the people that, who are against us and um basically they support uh, modi who are, who is the prime minister of india and he surprisingly when the coronavirus things came up he was like we as a country he threw away everything that he said before about muslims needing to leave um unless they provide like information from like a hundred years ago um mm. uh so i think that's disgusting i think that's absolutely disgusting i don't think um do you know what I the crazy think thing is, is mm. um i watched this like two minute video of like one mm-hmm. of the prime ministers or mp or someone someone that's quite high up there in politics and he was mm-hmm. asked um because like you know like the commandment or whatever like yeah um it says that everyone's equal and stuff and mm-hmm. then this guy goes muslims are not people like he sees them as like a wow like imagine there's like like you know growing up you would always see this picture of like a lot of people holding hands mm. and like he's trying yeah, to say yeah me. like we're not we're not mm. human and like he's trying to like segregate us oh yeah i know who you're talking about but i don't know his name yeah, like that's um, that's stupid. Like, no, oh, uh, I think his name's Yogi. His oh, name is, is literally Yogi. Yogi, <laughs> that's a stupid. I'm not gonna. That's a yeah. stupid name. And <laughs> um, not only that, you know, Modi, our prime minister. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to own like uh, one of those uh chai shops. You know, those little mini. Yeah, um, I know. It's a, they make, they yeah. actually make the nicest tea. Yeah, but he used to own one of those. Literally, he was, like he was really poor. His um he says he has a degree. I'm doing this with like quotation marks. Degree, mm-hmm. and his degree was formed on Word document. Shabad, his his degree certificate was formed on Word document. Oh, that and is so stupid. Yeah. So um yeah so yeah so he's not really an actual person. He just like they faked his votes. So yeah. I think personally, the reason why he brought up the whole Muslim Citizen Amendment Act, um, Act is because he wants the focus to go onto that rather than the fact that his votes were fake. Yeah, that's that's stupid, man. And politics in yeah. India are very corrupt place. Mm. But it has changed though. Like when it comes to police in India, they've actually like panned up crazy. Like let's let's not say India. Police in Kerala. Kerala, are okay, okay, yeah. Kerala. So they're doing very good. Yeah, but. India is a, on a whole is really not getting anywhere. Yeah, Kerala's like progressing, you know. We're doing good. No, Kerala Kerala's doing amazing, but I don't think in the rest of India is. Yeah. 
Man, honestly, when I go to India, mm. I have literally never left my hometown. Like I would imagine flying from mm. England to India, and like yeah. I haven't even been to see the Taj Mahal. Like I, I, I oh, another have I, another have I. Like you yeah. just stuck seeing family. I know it's a lovely thing mm. and all, but like yeah, you know, you'd yeah, want to yeah, go yeah. different places. Yeah, and hopefully in the future, inshallah. Inshallah, and yeah. I've got another question. Yep. It is, um, how is Ramadan going? Ramadan surprisingly is going pretty good. <clears throat> I think we all needed this Ramadan to come, um, especially with everything that's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like. I don't know why, but this Ramadan I have not been hungry at all. Um, mm. Prayers have been going smoothly. I mean, what about you? Me, um, you know what? Every other Ramadan, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. I said in the previous podcast, mm-hmm. I would like. I would prefer to stay at home, just fast, do nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, it would make fasting easier for me, right? Yeah. And it's low-key like coming, like it's actually happening right now. Like, you don't leave your house, mm. you're at home all mm. the time. Mm-mm. So you really, really don't have an excuse not to fast. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like if you're able to. Do you know what? I actually like the fact that we're in quarantine, we don't have classes and anything during this Ramadan because it's making it really easy for us to it's like very... follow our iman. Um, do like salah and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another question, but mm-hmm. it was more aimed towards me. I'll answer really quickly. Yeah, of course. It says, will, "Will you still pursue a boxing career?" Um, I w- I'm not sure about boxing career, but I will still um pursue boxing. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. Um, another question is. What do you think about the grading system right now? As in like A-level grades, GCSEs. Um, Are you aware about it? Uh, what's, is, is it changed? So let me give you a bit of mm-hmm. info. So mm-hmm. how they're currently grading it is um, with... Oh, predicted grades. Um, in a way, sort of, but like yeah. it's multiples to do with what have you been doing how much effort you've been putting in in lessons and like your mock mm-hmm. grades and like they also can take into consideration how well you possibly could do from like now till the end because some people they mm-hmm. mess about in their mocks and then they do amazing in their final exam mm-hmm. yeah so like what do okay you think about so that? um from personal experience people who usually mess around in their mocks do fail their exams but there are a few people that are really um like they know that they can do it by the end and they do it by the end but um i feel like for me i think when i was in secondary and when i was in a levels i knew that my teachers knew me mm. like what a teacher you just knows your capable like a teachers know your capability with yeah. how you do in class so for me personally i think um your teacher would know what you would achieve and teachers um um would I think teachers would support in their students passing rather than failing. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's that's true. Yeah, like, you are and with them. I, a and lot I of think time. Um, it's bad for them, like if students are failing in their school. You know what I mean? So I don't think they would be um, giving you such bad grades. Yeah, true. Like you have to think about it logically as well. Like the school I do go to, mm. they have a pretty good track record of grades. Yeah. So, it would be 
very odd for everyone to just fail. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, they can't really do anything about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even if there was like resets after the lockdown is over, how many people do you think are going to study during this lockdown period? Well, largely, because like, I know yeah. personally, like I haven't opened a book since. Exactly. I mean, I, I've done it because I've got assignments, but otherwise, I don't think I would be willing to. Um, you know, do it. As, as much time as we have, I don't think I would be bothered to do it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm really not. I'm trying to focus on other things. Like, mm. Yeah, just trying to yeah. focus on other things right now. Same, yeah. And so, yeah, I, th- I think they're doing a pretty good job of marking it, to be honest. I think them marking it is um, actually really impressive because they could have just said, oh, everyone gets a pass, that's it. Yeah, true. But they're not doing that, yeah. Very true. Mm. And yeah, like me personally, I'm not too worried about it because mm. I've set myself up nicely to, exactly, the point, yeah. to the point where even if I had exams, I I still wouldn't have to worry. Do you know what? That's that's what that's the um that's the goal. Mm. So if you've been messing around the whole year, that's your fault. It's not anyone else's fault. You can't blame anyone else because you've been messing around and you wanted to wait for the last minute. If you've mm. proven to your teachers that you're worthy and you are able to like achieve a certain grade then um you would 100 percent get it you know but if you've told your teachers no the student's gonna get a d because they've been messing around and that's your fault 100 percent. like i really do hope my math teacher Mm. if she is listening to my podcast she Mm. knows who she is me and her Mm. we have like a love-hate relationship Mm -hmm. so like sometimes i would mess around sometimes i would joke around we're so cool sometimes i joke around knows her get kicked out Mm. sort of thing hopefully she does me mm. nice she gives me a good grade mm. but yeah um yeah you know what it's been lovely having you on this podcast oh, i'm so glad <laughs> to be here third third podcast and mm. it's almost an hour long mm-hmm. and yeah um thank you so much and i just want to no wrap problem it. at all i just yeah. want to wrap it up now do you want to say anything no like i said earlier follow your dreams guys don't let anything oh. stop you Okay, so peace out, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.